Peace, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls from around the world. All right, welcome back to a, I don't know if I would call this an episode more so than a live reaction, right? An instant fight reaction to the Vasily Lomachenko-Devin Haney fight that just ended with um, Devin Haney winning the belts and retaining the belts and um, beating Lomachenko. You know, it's been a minute, man. It's been a minute since I did an instant fight reaction, man. You know, I miss them days, right? After the fights is over, you know, hurry down into my studio and, and create content reacting, you know, to the fight. And I used to love it because it was instant raw reactions, right? Immediately, the juices is flowing. You know, you don't have to wait another day and then you lose the energy, have to get it back. Nah, it's right here. It just happened. The fight just happened. And um, I'm glad to be able to do something that I used to do more often. So if y'all like this and y'all want to see us continue doing this, well, won't you like to subscribe to the channel? Okay, make sure you interact with us. All right. Let me know how you feel about this fight. Okay, because I got a lot to say about this fight. I'm not even going to lie, but I'm going to pass over the mic to my co-host immediately who's on this show right now. Zay, what's going on? Hey, man, listen, good vibes by Zay. I'm always we got a lot of people usually. in here right now. My fault, Zay. They flooded in here, man. Let's go. Bring the people in here, bro. We got a lot to say. Come on. Bring it in. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, like, listen, there's a lot to say, a lot to talk about, and I'm going to say it clearly, you know, good vibes by Zay. Usually in paradise. Right now, I am not. I'm not happy. You know, I thought it was a great fight, and the judges took all my happiness away. They literally took my happiness away from this fight. When I heard the first um scorecard, 16 to 12, I already knew what was happening. I already knew the robbery was happening. I already knew Haney won once they said 16-12. There is no way in hell Haney had four rounds over Loma in any part of this fight. Not any part of this fight was over uh, four rounds, either fight. I don't think Loma had four rounds over Haney. I don't think Haney had four rounds over Loma. So how the hell are they going to give Haney four rounds over Loma, oh, that judge, when Haney won the last three rounds clear? I mean, um, Loma, excuse me, Loma won the last three rounds clear, 10, 11, and 12. So you, you thought he won a tough round? I think he won a 12. I think Loma won a 12th round. I think Haney, Haney didn't do enough to win a 12th, in my opinion. I, I don't know about all that, Zay. I, I, I don't mean, think Haney yeah, won I was enough agreeing with you. Opinion. I know about the 12th, man. I, I thought Haney won the 12th. I, 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 did. I don't think I don't think it was it was a concise like victory for they put him four rounds over Loma. It didn't make sense to me. No one got knocked down. Um Loma had a lot of clean hits and he threw for volume. Loma doesn't usually throw for volume, and he threw a lot of punches throughout this fight, and he was the aggressor throughout the entire fight. Um, Devin Haney, despite him being a bigger fighter, did not push the fight. The most of the most of the whole thing, he looked horrible tonight in Devin Haney standards. He didn't look like the Devin Haney, the champion, the calm, cool, collective cat. He looked nervous in that ring. He looked, he didn't look strong. He wasn't throwing the punches he usually throws. He wasn't um, deflecting punches he usually deflects. And that's what the Lomachenko effect does to boxers. It makes you change your game up completely. You look like a totally different fighter from the better or worse. In Teofimo Lopez' um case, he looked better. In Devin Haney's case, he looked worse. It didn't look good. And the fact that he got the victory was disgusting. His post-conference, um, you know, speech after the fight made me sick. The, fo- the, the, the post-fight speech in the ring, it made me sick to my stomach. You know, I took over 135. We're going to see what's out there in the future. I've been fighting here for 30 fights since I was 16. We're going to see what the future holds. I'm not trying to hear that. You didn't win that fight clearly. And there's still two other demons you have to fight. Shakur and Judge Vontae Davis. And you're talking about you want to leave the division once that, that comes around? It's disgusting. It reminds me of um this cat, Jared Hurd, when he was winning mm. those, those fights in the division. And he was doing everything he can to stay away from Charlo. Everything he could do in the book to stay away from Charlo. And he wound up losing his belts and getting hurt and all this other stuff. But it's ridiculous how the boxing community 
has been robbed of another great fight because the judges want to take it over. It's disgusting. I don't like it. And, you know, you can give your points on this, on this fight. Oh, man, where do I start? First of all, before I even get into who I thought won the fight, this was a great fight, man. You know, as a boxing fan, I kind of want to shed a tear. It was a great fight. It was a very methodical, per boxing clinic type of fight. And I'm not trying to take away any credit with what I'm about to say. You know, salute to Devin Haney for winning the fight. Salute to Lomachenko, man, for going retro, okay, and showing why he's the Matrix, right? As we getting a lot of people in and out, man. Come in. Come on. Make yourself feel at home, man. We just getting started here. Like and subscribe to the channel. Get the notifications. As I was um, alluding to, man, I really felt it was a close fight. The rounds were tough to score, but um, I thought Lomachenko edged him out. And you hear a lot of terms lately, especially in the NBA, about poking the bear, right? We've seen it with um, Dylan Brooks and LeBron James poking the bear, waking LeBron James, who's like 40 years old, 50 years old, right? Waking him up and him going vintage LeBron James. We see the poking of the bear, you know, two nights ago with Jimmy Butler and Grant Williams, right? Jimmy Butler is looked upon as an old cat, even though he's still a star in this league, right? And he poking the bear, and guess what? Jimmy Butler was giving Grant Williams buckets. That weigh-in that I saw, what was it, two days ago, right? I'm losing track of time. It's 1.30 in the morning. Two days ago, right, when um, Devin Haney uncharacteristically pushes Lomachenko, I thought he poked the bear. I literally said to myself, he poked the bear. And it was clear, like, from round one, we saw a different Lomachenko. We didn't see the Lomachenko versus Teofimo Lopez that was taking rounds off. He literally gift-wrapped Teofimo Lopez six rounds of the fight before he turned it on. And when he turned it on, um, Lopez didn't have no answer until that 12th round, okay? This fight was a little different. He was aggressive out the gate. You know, Haney was uncharacteristic. Everything about Haney was very uncharacteristic. Very erratic from the way in the push in. You can hear the guy, he sounds nervous. He goes and he gets in this fight. The whole game plan is different. He's not even jabbing. I know this guy. Listen, man. Zay, I'm in the crossroads where I had to stop myself in my tracks because I feel like I'm going to be all over. I have a lot to say, right? I feel like me, a guy who criticized Devin Haney for the boring boxing in the past, right? I feel I'm at a crossroads because I thought he was more entertaining tonight. Mm -hmm. I really, I, I said, yo, Devin Haney's actually more entertaining tonight, but it's not winning him all the rounds. Like, what happened to the the jab put me to bed, Haney? Like, I want that Haney, right? Because um, that that Haney probably would have won this fight decisively. Okay, mm -hmm. he was uncharacteristically going to the body with the body shots, and it was like you know very uncharacteristic. Everything about him was uncharacteristic in this big fight. I get it, pay per view, you know, your first time on the stage, but I didn't really feel like he won the fight. I thought it was close. You know, but Loma, that 11th round, bro, he got to have that killer instant, man. I think Loma, in a way, yes, it's a robbery. If you really want to, it's a robbery. Mm -hmm. And I understand what people are going to say because, you know, I'm debating my guy, Kenny. You know, salute to my guy, Kenny, man. That's my boy. Right? Boy for life. But um, he thinks, you know, it wasn't a robbery. And I understand the narrative could be, yo, it was a close fight. Can you consider a close fight a robbery? Right? If all these rounds is close and hard to score, how can it be a robbery if it's that close? But I would tell everybody that's listening to this show right now who watched the fight, okay, who watched the fight, I would tell everybody who watched boxing in general, you know this is going to happen. When mm -hmm. you have a young, you know, star in the making in Devin Haney, 
who's in his 20s with three of the belts, with a big fight against Tank Lumen, with a mm-hmm. big fight against Shakur Stevenson Lumen, and you mm-hmm. have Lomachenko, who's about to be 40 and out the door. Who the hell y'all think these judges is going to give the fight to in a close fight? Come on. Do I need to say more? For those of y'all boxing fans, I'm not talking about the casuals right now. I'm not talking about Pop Pop who watched the fight when it's tanking and Ryan Garcia, the casual. I'm talking about the, the loyal boxing fans that have been watching the corruption in this sport since the daggone 60s with Frankie Carbo and Blinky Polamo. You saw what I saw last week with the Afimo, not the Afimo, excuse me, I'm all over the place, but um, was, you know, the fight last week, Zay, help me out, man. Roly Romero, that was robbery. I never saw a robbery in person in my life. I never did. Right, and I really hope I don't never have to deal with that. But I saw a robbery last week in person. That was robbery. And now we get to a close fight, and it's like I don't even know if I really want to watch boxing anymore. And it's not to take anything away from Haney, like he, you know, he's like I said, he looked more entertaining in this fight, and it was close. I thought it could have been a draw. I want to know that these judges is going to give it to who really won the fight, and I don't. I, I really think that it was evident that they was going to give Haney the fight regardless because he's a young star. With three of the belts, and Lomachenko is an old guy who really didn't fight like an old guy tonight. But say I passed the mic back to you. No, literally, he didn't fight like the old guy. He fought like the guy that was hungry for the championship, the one who wanted to win the championship rounds. As Tim Bradley was talking about the championship rounds, who Tim Bradley was on Devin Haney's side the entire fight. He was talking about Haney as if the guy was winning the entire fight. He was outclassing Lomachenko, and the fact that he was talking about Loma as in as if he won the fight. Talking about the championship rounds, who wants it more, who looks hungrier, who's making the adjustments during the fight, late in the fight. Then from nine to twelve, Loma had made incredible adjustments. Um, um swinging more with the uh, uh, Devin Haney's left hand, trying to uh, jabbing more, getting close to the fight, um, to the body, closing off a lot of the ring, De- not allowing Devin Haney to get comfortable in that. From nine to twelve, Loma was making all the key adjustments, and the fact that he wasn't awarded that, let, let, let alone. Forget the loss, a draw, a split decision, at least. You're saying a unanimous? That he unanimously lost the fight is disgusting. That is the stench of boxing in these judges. It does not make any sense how the hell they just look at this fight. And look, as you're watching the fight and say, yeah, Haney won unanimously. That that, that didn't look like a unanimous fight. Yeah, that's, that's the point, bro. That's exactly the point that I'm saying. And I'm debating with my guys, right? Because, you know... In boxing, after a big fight, I get about five calls, okay? I had to get about five calls out the way before I got on this show to set up, bro, okay? And I'm telling these people, I'm like, it's not the fact that, okay, it was a split decision that went Haney's way. I can live with that. I damn sure could live with a draw because I thought potentially it could have been a draw. If it wasn't a draw, I would have went Lomachenko by a round. It was that close. So I'm not trying to diminish Haney here. And that's what these robberies do. It diminishes not only the loser of the fight, but the winner of the fight. Because now we are talking about a robbery instead of a guy who won the 12-round classic or, you know, participated in a 12-round classic. We are like, yo, it's a robbery. Now it diminishes Haney. And it's not his fault. It's the judge's fault. But it goes back to my point. Unanimous? Did that look like a unanimous decision? Right? Oh, do I need to stop watching boxing? Because I, I stopped. I will never watch another boxing fight if I don't know how to judge boxing. Okay, I, I will literally sit my ass at the sidelines, okay, and watch golf. 
okay? A sport that I absolutely despise. I hate golf, but I watch that instead of boxing. If you mean to tell me I'm seeing things, maybe I need to go to the eye doctor tomorrow, okay? Get my eyes checked, okay? Maybe I need to do so, right? I saw a raccoon in the street the other day, and it wasn't there. Maybe I need to go to the eye doctor tomorrow. But, Zay, I'll leave this with you, right, because I got another point that I want to throw you away. When you talk about Loma, and this is where I would get on Loma, because I feel like I'm diminishing Haney here, right? I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that to the young kid, the young star in the maker. I don't, but I'm an honest guy. But as far as Loma and what he could have done better to get this decision in his way or going his way, it came down to that 12th round to me. And I think we kind of differ on the 12th round. I thought Loma lost the 12th round. And I thought he lost it decisively, right? Mm. But it was the same thing with um, the Lopez fight, right? Remember, the second half of the fight, Lomachenko was turning it up. He was answering all the questions that Lopez threw his way. And he figured out Lopez. But that 12th round, Lopez went and got it. That's why when a lot of people said that was a jaw or, you know, Loma may have won that, etched that out. And I was like, no, no, no. Lopez won that because he took it from Loma in that 12th round. With this fight, I can say Haney, you know, he took that round from, um, you know, Loma. But I thought Loma in the 11th round could have got Haney out of there. Mm-hmm. At one point, I was saying to myself, maybe we might see a stoppage. Do mm. you think Loma's at full, right? And I, I know maybe a conflict of interest because you thought he won the round. What do you think about that 12th round of Lomachenko? And do you think he could have been more aggressive even though you thought he won that round? And I, I mean, from an unbiased standpoint, when you're looking at that perspective, um, Haney had the three clean body shots in that 12th round. Three clean, clean hits. And I think that was, for me, that was it from from Haney, though. It wasn't a, a, a total of a good round from either fighter. But I thought Loma edged it because he was the aggressor. He was leaning forward, trying to push the tempo, trying to attack him more and close the gap. But I thought Haney had three clean body shots that definitely could have taken Loma out potentially if he would have continued the, the onslaught of um, body shots. You know, he was hitting him throughout the entire fight. And maybe that's what the refs are looking at primarily and saying, yeah, that's why Haney won the fight because he was devastating from the body most of the fight. But I just feel like from the momentum going from the 10-11, 9-10-11, um, it was all Loma. You know, and I felt like the momentum was still on Loma's side even after the 12th round ended because it didn't seem like Haney was trying to win the fight. Even in that 12th round, Haney just looked like he was trying to survive. And that's why, for me, I said that Loma won that 12th round because of the urgency. It seemed like it was more from Loma than Haney. But Lane Haney had the cleaner shots of that 12th round. And um, I, like I said, from the, eye, from the eye test, when you're just watching the fight itself, you could see who was, having, who was fighting for urgency and who was fighting to survive. And I don't think Loma was fighting to survive at any point of this fight. I feel like he knew what he was doing. He kept pushing the pace. He was uncharacteristic in a point where he was throwing a lot of punches early on. Yeah, 125 punches thrown in within three rounds. And that's not who, who Loma is. He Loma is the, normally the person that lays back. But he made he fought into what Haney likes to do. He likes to be the counter puncher. He likes to be the defensive guy. So Loma threw so much value at him. Haney wasn't able to even um really pre- like calculate what the heck to do with Loma because he doesn't know, oh, he's gonna favor the jab, he's gonna favor the hook. He wouldn't like Loma was so shifty around Haney. It didn't seem like Haney knew exactly what to do at all throughout this entire fight. And that's why he saw him just trying different things, getting hit with a bunch of punches he usually doesn't get hit with. And I feel like for me, if I'm a judge and I watch Devin Haney fights, 
I know Devin Haney doesn't fight like this. And I know it seemed like this guy was searching for something. So how the hell you give this man four rounds? How you watch this fight and say Haney won four rounds? I'm not saying Haney lost the fight um, clear. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying is you robbed Loma of a couple rounds that could have made this fight a lot closer and potentially a rematch because people will want to see this fight again to see who could really be the decisive winner because you just gave the fight to Haney as if he cleared this guy. And that was not the case whatsoever. I don't even think Loma had a, a, a tune-up fight leading up to this moment. So it was ridiculous how they just gave him the fight, let him just run away thinking he's the champion of the world, champion of the division, when the fight was too close, it was way too close to call. And even Loma said it after the fight. You know, Loma's a very respectable dude. He said it after the fight. You know, before the fight, I gave him a lot of respect. I thought he was a pound on one of the pound-for-pound pound fighters. And then after the fight, I don't really see him as up, up there for pound-for-pound. Pound. I don't see him like that. Yeah, because he probably thought he won the fight. But look, I got a question, but I'm going to give a little take here before I follow up, you know, with the question. Lomachenko, I'm really impressed from him. Like, I'm really impressed, like, what I saw. Like, I, I'm not going to lie, you know, prior to the win I thought he was cut goods. I'm just saying, like, what I feel. Like, I really thought he was cut goods. But then when I saw the push at the Wayne, I'm like, he poked the bear. He going to bring the best Loma out. And clearly, I was right. From the point of attack, round one, we saw an aggressive Lomachenko. And you could tell throughout the fight that Lomachenko did not respect Haney's power at all. Because when he fought Lopez, he respected that power. He did not want to engage in that power. And he took rounds off because he wanted to find ways to create angles, you know, beside the power, to try to avoid the power of Lopez. And once he found that answer, he turned it on, lost the 12th round. But here, from the opening gate, and even when he was getting hit to the body, he was still coming forward. You never felt like he was harmed, or he felt like Haney packed a punch. And that's always a knock on Haney. He has no power. Clearly, he doesn't. But I think my question I'm going to throw back to you in your way I'm going to play devil's advocate, right? Because, you know, I am a boxing fan, so I know boxing terminology, right? Because I'm really entrenched in the sport. So somebody will probably say if Haney has the belts, which he does and retains, right? And he has three of them. Most of the time, the challenger has to win decisively sometimes to get the decision. So mm -hmm. I guess to play devil's advocate to my own take, to you as a question, do you think Lomachenko won the fight decisively enough to get the belts Probably and get the not. nod from the judges? Probably not. Probably not decisively. And I think, you know, looking back at it now, when you watch, when you when I'm listening and, like, thinking back of the fight, I said it throughout the entire fight. It was close. I said it in the chat, you know, the, the fight is close. It, the rounds were tied. Haney up one. Loma up one. You know, I, I just felt like that end, the ninth, I feel like the divider was the 9, 10, 11 rounds. That's when the divide, you saw the divide happening between Loma and Haney. You saw Loma taking away. So I don't know how important that 12th round was to the point where you just, like, Haney just came right back into, into that lead to take the fight. It was a very close fight to the very end. But I thought, like I said, the end of the fight was Loma's. Like it, it was the Loma show. And the fact that we didn't see a great ending to Haney like his performance defensively, his hooks, his punches. He looked dazed at, at points in this fight. And then in that 9, 10, 11 rounds, we even saw him hurt. The fact that he decisively got that troubles me. Now, you could say he won if you want to. You could say he, he did enough early in the fight from rounds one through eight to win the fight. If that's what you want to say, fine. Right? Whatever. But 
the ending of that fight put Loma in that conversation that it could have been a split decision or a draw. And I think for me, that's why I get I have a little upset about it. And I understand he's a champion. So if it, even, even if it is a close call, it's going towards the champion just because of how close it can be. But I did say it was a close fight to, towards the very end. And I know it's tough, as Kenny said, or even other people said, that you can't call a close fight a robbery because it's close. It go either way. It's just unfortunate that, the, like I said, the scorecard made it way further than what we thought it was going to be. 116 to 112 is extremely disrespectful. I don't care how close off I, I saw the fight. 116 to 112, that man should not be judging boxing ever again in his life. I don't care how many years he I wonder who it was. Like, you know, it's instant fight reactions. Normally, I watch the fight again. Normally, before the actual radio show that we do, the podcast we do. And normally, I look at the scorecards and I look at the names. I wonder if it was that dude Cheatham. Right, no pun intended. I wonder if it was Cheatham, right? Because yeah. he got a name, Cheatham. I wonder if he cheat him, you know, Lomachenko, right? But I think going back to my question about a challenger winning a title fight decisively in order to get the decision, right? Because that's what a lot of a boxing fans think that's supposed to happen. Yeah. And Haney did win the twelfth round, and the championship rounds were. I'm going to say we're close because I thought 10 and 11 went to Loma. I thought Haney won 12. You know, so people may say that Loma probably should have won 10, 11, and 12 to get the decision. And ultimately, that's what it what it came down to. Mm -hmm. That 12th round probably was the difference based on the two other judges. It could have been a draw. But I guess for me, I just hate that narrative. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't never thought that narrative ever made sense. So just because... You know, like, it's out there and boxing fans. It's not a set rule. Like, you don't look in a rule book and it says you have to win decisively if you're a challenger in order to get it. It's just like a, how can I say, a perception yep. amongst boxing fans that that's what you're supposed to do. But I hate that perception. If you won the damn fight, my God, you won the damn fight. I don't mm -hmm. care if you won by a round. I don't care if you was down and came. I don't care. If you won the fight, you won the fight. And I thought, to me, Lomachenko... Won the fight by a round. I don't care if he's a challenger. I don't care if he's, you know, because technically, technically speaking here, Haney only got the belts because Loma went to fight in Ukraine. That was Loma's opportunity. To mm -hmm. be fair and clear, okay, Cambosis chose Loma as his dance partner, but circumstances got in the way. Life mm -hmm. happened, okay, and he went to fight in Ukraine. Haney Pounced on the opportunity that he probably was not going to get anytime soon. And he saw, he sees the opportunity. He won both times, clearly, definitively, and he got the belt. So technically, he was holding the belts for Loma. This was literally, uh, uh, even though Haney walked into this fight with the belts, I looked at it as the belts is on the line, and I don't really see a belt holder. So I went ahead, went that route of the challenger needs to look you know, decisive in order to get the nod. Like, nah, Lomachenko won the fight to me. And if anything, I'm not mad at anybody who says it's a draw. Fine. It was that close. Rounds were really close. Call it a Jordan. Let everybody go home and let's see a part two. You know, mm -hmm. damn well we're not seeing a part two. Lopez, mm -hmm. he won that fight against Lomachenko. Adios, amigos. I am not seeing you no more. Okay, mm -hmm. you think that you think Haney going to see Lomachenko again? You think this going to be a part two? Come on now. So, Listen. yeah, if anything, make it a draw. Let's see this fight again. Who wouldn't want to see this fight again? I'm not mm -hmm. going to lie. This fight over exceeded my expectations. I didn't Absolutely. have a lot of expectations for it. We didn't even cover it on the show leading into the fight. Mm 
mm-hmm. I'm like, Haney's a born fighter to me. You know, Loma, is he old? I don't know. Yeah, but I saw it because I'm a boxing fan, and it overexceeded my expectations. This was a great-ass fight. But what ruined my night is these daggone cheaters. These judges <laughs> that's getting paid off, man. Come on, bro. Don't get me started here. We all know they're getting a check cut to them, man. Mm-hmm. They you, know, tell them, you know, they think they're looking at the sport's best interest at heart, the future. Oh, we need Devin Haney. He's younger. Loma's out. Go ahead, Zay. You know, I just want to say, you know, I want to give Haney his credit, his praise, because he did fight a good fight against Lomachenko, which yeah, I thought did. was going to be a wash. I thought Loma was going to wash him out uh, later in the fight. I thought he was going to drop, put him in a deep end. Um, but look, Haney held tough. You know, he, he was able to fight differently. Um, try to get different ways, creative ways to get a punch off on, on Lomachenko, or attack the body, or try to try to um, you know, make Loma play more defense than throw volume. He he tried something differently, and you commend fighters like that because sometimes guys just stick to their born to their ways, which um, you know, some perceive as boring, but others perceive as winning boxing. And um, you know, it, it was difficult to watch because Haney was getting hit with a lot of punches, and you know, a lot of punches, and now you're just starting to see the talent. Uh, difference between Haney and the upper echelon of the of the pound for pound fighters. You know, he faced Loma. It only gets tougher from here when he has to fight a guy with power and tank, or fight with a guy fight a guy with power and tactical tactical moves and Shakur Stevenson. So these are the next two guys that Haney may have to face. He's talking about moving up and wait after the fight. He didn't even call out Shakur Davis. He didn't say, "Yeah, you guys are next." This is my division. You got to run through me. He said, "We're gonna we're gonna look at the tape. We're gonna go back and talk about it. We're gonna." see what the next step is moving forward. You know, I'm not calling him a coward. I'm not saying he's scared of Davis or Shakur Stevenson, but it was a very calculated answer to say after just beating one of the best pound-for-pound fighters in boxing. Not, not only the division, and boxing itself. Lomachenko was a feared name for years. Many people did not want to see him. And I think the fact that Haney had to face him, he's able to endure and you know, say what we want. You know, we all got our opinions. He won that fight. And the judges I'm think decisively. And now, you know... You know, that's a, that's a good look on a resume for him. Now, like I said, moving forward, he has to find a way to fight his fight, winning fighting, winning boxing against the better the better punchers in the, in the division, against the Shakur Stevenson and Javante Davis. Those are the only two names left on that list in the division. So if he wants to move up, now is his chance to do it because right now it's not looking like um, right now after this performance, I personally don't believe that um, – this is the best version of Devin Haney. You know, I think this is probably one of the worst Devin Haney performances I've seen in quite some time um, in, in terms of how he fights and in terms of how dominant he looks and def- defensively and um, keeping at a distance, the jab. It did not look good against Lomachenko. And uh, no matter if you're a fan, you're not a fan, you could, or everyone can agree that Devin Haney did not look like himself in this fight. And that's something that everyone universally can agree upon. Yeah, and I would say this, right? As you know, we still got people coming in here. You know, make sure y'all like and subscribe, y'all. You know, listen, we be getting at it with the boxing, with the NBA, with the NFL, man. This is not really a regular show. We kick off a regular show on Monday around noon and another weekly show in the midweek. So make sure you tune in. We be getting at it, right? But um, say I'm going to pass it back to you for one more closing remark, and then I'll bring us home. You know, um, an amazing fight, to say the least. A great fight. I thought the prelims was great. I thought the, the you know the undercards was good. 
And, um, you know, the, the final fight, it, it gave people his money's worth. I know there's a lot of technical difficulties that were happening. Uh, but, you know, it was a good fight, doesn't say the least. And um, it was just unfortunate that uh, the judges ruined what could have been a great one. But, um, you know, Haney has a bright future. He has options. You know, he can stay in that division, defend his belt two more times, three more times. Or, you know, he can move up and possibly chase after that Garcia fight that people been wanting to talk, fight see for a while now. I don't know if they want to see any more because of the belt situation. But if Garcia is moving up to 140, Haney has been discussing moving up to 140 as well. So I guess him and Garcia could have that that clash at the weight that they want. Um, and um, that still would be a great fight. These guys are young. You know, I think what Devin Haney is like 23, 24, I think, something like that. He's a young dude, you know, and I think um he has his his future only starts here. You know, does not he does he's not a perfected fighter yet. You know, even at this age, he's he still has more growing to do. And um, you know, it was a great fight for him. You know, shout out to him. He won the belts, and you know, hopefully we can see that him and Shakur. Him and Shakur Davis fight happened before he leaves the division. Now, going towards Lomachenko, uh, man, it's a tough loss. It sucks, to say the least, but you've shown another element of your game as a boxer that we haven't seen as an early striker, a guy who's just throwing combinations for 12 rounds. That's something we haven't seen. The Lomachenko we've seen, we haven't seen yet. We're usually waiting for the guy who's like more defensive, more methodical, and then he explodes in that 6 to 12 rounds. But you showed us 12 rounds of combinations, 12 rounds, of volume, throwing punches, not being uh, afraid of being swung on, being hit, being connected. And that was something we love to see. And I still personally, I want to see Javante Davis versus Lomachenko. I personally still want to see that fight. You know, that's something I, I would hope comes to fruition. Or Shakur Stevenson versus Lomachenko. I want to see, I think those are the fights I still would like to see if Haney decides another venture. If he decides to move somewhere else in terms of the belts, in terms of an opponent, but in my opinion, I think you know, I think both fighters still have a lot of great fights coming soon, like within the next two, three years. I just got to see what the hell they're going to do because I know the commissioners look at this fight. Like, I know Loma, like, we wanted you out of here, but you kind of got packed up in the wrong way. Like, this, this wasn't you, – you wasn't supposed to get robbed like this. Like, that's not – It's basically like, get out of here, Lomachenko. Go. <laughs> like, yes, thank like, you. He for looked what great. You did. He looked great in this. There's no that's way you can take him after this. That's what I'm saying. It's like, how could you rob him? If he looked that great, because it's like it's not like he that type of Loma that I saw a few hours ago, an hour ago, mm-hmm. is on his way out. That looked like a Loma that could be in the sport for another five years mm-hmm. at least. But it was like, yo, here's your bags at the door. Bye. Haney's the guy we putting money into now. Get your old ass out of here, Loma. Bye. You know what I'm saying? That's what it felt like. Go back to Ukraine. Thank you for what you did. Right. For, you know, bringing eyes to boxing and you being that dude at one point. Thank you for your contribution. But it's time to get the hell out. That's what it felt like. Mm -hmm. And like I said before, I really do feel bad in a way. I might not even be be able to sleep tonight with my conscience because I feel like I'm short and Haney here. And I don't want to do it. It's not meant to short and Haney here. Mm -hmm. He fought a good fight. Like he Mm -hmm. looked really good. Right. So I I really do feel like I'm not going to be able to sleep. Because I feel like people are going to take this and be like, oh, he's hating on Haney. You know, I'm not hating on the guy. Like, I'm glad to see him at the top of the sport. He, he fought a good fight against, you know, Loma, who still got a lot left in the tank, clearly. Yeah. But boxing, we all know when it gets close like this, for anybody who's questioning a robbery here, I just will ask y'all, for those of y'all who know boxing, as I reiterated before, when you have a guy who's on his way out in a fighter who's in 
and is about to be in the prime of his career in a close fight, who the hell you think the judges is going to give that fight to? Nine mm-hmm. times out of ten. We've seen it with Manny Pacquiao. It's funny because Manny Pacquiao and Loma have a lot in common. The way how they fight, the speed, right? The way how they throw at different angles, like, it's very common. But we saw Manny Pacquiao get robbed of a lot of fights against Timothy Bradley, one, uh, I mean, Jeff Horn, the Hornet, right? That was a robbery, clear as day. You know, we saw it last week. All the money is in Roley Romero. You know, he's a very interesting cat. You know, he's box office from his personality. But mm-hmm. my guy don't got a chin to save Mr. Chin, okay? And they gave him that victory, Um, the referee, um, Tony Weeks, with a weak move, right? Clearly, robbery. Like, I'm literally witnessing a robbery. You see the promoter, I don't know if anybody realized that, but there was a promoter in an audience before the referee stopped the fight and was like, did a hand signal. Go watch the tape. I saw it. Nobody talked about it. I watched about 100 podcasts after that roadie fight. And nobody mentioned the dude in the black suit that made a hand gesture. And that's when Tony Weeks stopped the fight. Nobody brought it up. What are y'all, blind? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The blindemic? That's what it is right now. Nobody can see. Come on, man. This is 151. Lustra Diamonds is on the mic. These are my hours. Let me talk my stuff. When everybody's asleep. I'm up, okay, two eyes. I know what I saw, and I know what I've been seeing in boxing lately. And I don't even know if I even want to rep the sport anymore, man. I feel like if I go out on the street and I tell people I'm a boxing fan, I'm going to feel like a bastard. Why are you watching that robbery? Okay, why are you watching that sport, that corrupted sport? You know what I'm saying? But this is what I'm going to leave us with, man, because, you know, I do want to get some sleep. It's 2 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> Eastern time, right? I don't think I'm going to be able to sleep. Because I really shortened Haney here tonight. And Haney, unbelievable job. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking forward to seeing you fight Shakur and Javante Davis. Listen, I got to go to bed. You know what I'm saying? But my last point, for real, for real. And once again, like and subscribe. Listen, to all them youngins, them young athletes, whether you're in the NFL, NBA, boxing, don't go poking bears, okay? Please don't. Don't go poking bears because technically Haney poked a bear. He woke up Loma. He made Loma go vintage. Now, Lil, really? You really think a push, you know, made the difference in the fight? Nah, but listen, Loma probably was like, listen, yeah, he just woke me up. He felt his power. He said it in the interview. I felt the power. Well, I'm trying to put out, I don't know how to do voice impersonation. I felt the power. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm probably doing it way off. I felt the power. Right? He felt the power. Okay, he said it in the interview. I felt the power. So, you know, round one, he already felt the power. He came forward, never backed down. You know, um, had Haney in the frenzy in the 11th round. Haney bounced back in the 12th round and took that round and made a, you know, even championship round there, right? But don't go poking bears, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I'm going to leave you with. I'm about to get me some sleep. Okay, it's been a long day. All right, and um, it's been a long fight. And um, listen, man, Zay, I'm looking forward to coming back here. I don't think we're done on this topic at all. Monday, I'll be down to dive into this further, maybe with some future outlooks, you know, let everything play out. But um, yeah, Zay, I'm glad you came on. I'm glad you were still awake, and I'm glad we was able to give our take. 
No, absolutely, man. We're gonna touch more touch more on this topic on Monday, 12 o'clock, on our live show on 99 Pod. If you haven't yet, please like and subscribe to the channel. It was one of those fights after we, you know, close our eyes, wake up, uh, and then hopefully we get a better, concise, I guess, decision on what the hell just happened tonight. But you know, I know everyone who's tuned in today definitely saw a great fight. We all have the same opinion on what the hell are these judges doing and how do we fix this moving forward. You know, there is no answer. The judges are going to keep being horrible, and that's why you never leave the fight to the judges. But, you know, I hope y'all enjoyed the show. Hope you enjoyed the reaction, and um, have a good night. Listen, Zay, it's going to be an interesting sleep for me, man. These next couple hours, man. I might as well go to church tomorrow because I'm going to be up. Okay, praise <laughs> the Lord. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'll see y'all on Monday. We out of here. Peace out. Peace. Please like and subscribe for all the up-to-date content. We've been slinging shows left and right, slinging content left and right. Please don't miss anything. If you do, like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a question, something you may want to answer, something you may have. All ideas are great ideas. Nothing's a dumb question.